Hello and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a regular podcast for film club leaders to explore exciting new titles with their clubs. My name is Joe and as usual I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And this is our fourth episode of the Spring 2018 term. In today's primary themed podcast we'll be discussing Wonder, so let's begin. Now, Wonder is a PG certificate, a film from 2017. We got it rated at 7 plus on our catalogue. Just a heads up, there is some mild bad language and moderate scenes of violence and scenes of emotional upset through the film, but we've rated it at 7 plus. And it's the story of a young boy who's born with facial differences who begins attending school for the first time. That's right. So this is based on the New York Times bestseller by RJ Palacio. And the film which is directed by Stephen Chbosky, sees a boy called Augie start fifth grade for the first time. However, with facial differences, he's unused to going out in public very much and is very much worried about what the other kids are going to think and say. So here's a clip from the start of the film. Hi, my name's August Pullman, Augie, and um, I have a sister named Bia and a dog named Daisy. I love Star Wars. And I just said three things. Yeah, sorry. Well, that sounds like a bonus to me, three things. Thank you very much, Aggie, that was perfect. Who's next? Now, Michael, Audie's been homeschooled, and during the film we see him attending the first day at school, as we've mentioned. How does the film present that situation, and what's the significance of the helmet that Audie chooses to wear on his head? Yeah, Augie's obviously very nervous and worried about attending school for the first time, and just, in fact, going out in public full stop. He's clearly not used to allowing himself to be quite so vulnerable around other people, and he's worried what the other kids are going to say. So his parents, played by Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts, as well as his sister, attempt to reassure him in different ways that he'll be okay, but the situation clearly affects them too. And what it does is that it reminds us all about our first day in school, or doing something new, or simply approaching a social situation which made us feel anxious. Yeah, it has that real universal quality to it, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And with regards to his helmet, I think that has a dual significance. So firstly, is to shield Augie from the world. As we say, he's worried about their reactions when, when they see what he looks like. He's also perhaps uh, just worried about starting school for the first time, as we said, and, and anyone can relate to that. But secondly, it's significant because he wears an astronaut helmet. And this is no coincidence, as he has a particular love of science. So as well as being something which protects him, it also shows off uh, a large part of his personality. Yeah, it's very much his dream, isn't it, to be an astronaut you know, when he's grown up. Um, one of the main themes of the film is bullying, and it has this wonderful mantra, which is hashtag choose kind, which is also a key theme of the book, I think. Um, how does this play out during the film, and what sorts of things do you think young people can take away from the film around that idea? So the children in school respond to him in very different ways, as you might expect. He receives a full gamut of reactions, stares, laughs, sympathetic looks, hurtful insults and supportive words from staff and students alike. And bullying is something that we can probably all relate to. And bullying doesn't discriminate, so it can come from nowhere and for no reason. So we can completely empathise with his situation and we do worry for his well-being at the start of the club. Yeah, and this choose kind idea, that's something that's raised to the children by one of his school teachers, isn't it? Um, and it's clearly a message that the film wants audiences of all ages to listen to. It's not something that's just directed at the young people. It's something for the teenagers and for the adults and for everyone to take on board, I think. 
Exactly, and as the story progresses, we see this idea of hashtag choosekind develop, and the film strikes a very particular and very warm tone. So despite, or perhaps even because of, the difficulties that Augie and other characters endure, it manages to remain empathetic and compassionate throughout. Like its central characters, Wonder retains a sense of hope regardless of the situation. And so it's an unashamedly emotional story which celebrates this idea, not unlike Paddington 2, that there is good in the world and we all owe it to each other to find and produce more of it. Yes, absolutely. And this is an unashamedly family film, isn't it? This is really one you know, designed to appeal to multiple generations and that everyone can sit down and watch and enjoy together. We have an interview from the Q&A with the film um, that one of our Interfilm reporters conducted with Isabella Vidovitz, who plays Audrey's older sister, Via. And here she is talking about going through high school at the same time as her character did. I'm really interested in the fact that both of your characters go through really big milestones at school. What experience did you guys bring to the film of coping with big life transitions? Well, um, I'm also in high school currently. I'm a junior. And uh, my freshman year was my most difficult year in school. And Via also is entering high school in the movie. That's where we find her. And I actually had very, very similar experiences as she did. I think that a lot of high schoolers find that they lose friends in, in school when they enter. And they go through their own personal transformations. And so I found that was... Uh, that was very relatable for me. I was able to channel into that. Now, one of the things that this film does, which I really like, is that it presents stories and scenarios from multiple points of view, not just Audie's, uh, particularly the, the theme of bullying, and we even see the bully's perspective at times. Yeah, this was a really nice, unexpected touch. And the first thing it does is to differentiate it from other similar films of the genre. So it's split into chapters of sorts, where we see the same events unfold from different characters' point of view. It really does work on screen. Yeah, it's all about building empathy, isn't it? Exactly. So we can relate to different characters mm. that we see in different situations. And even in the um, same situation later on in the film, we experience it mm. from their point of view. And it reminds us that appearances can be deceiving and that everyone, not just Augie, needs care and attention. So just to give you one example, Augie's sister, Via, is genuinely concerned for and very supportive of her younger brother. But she also can't help feel a bit envious of the attention he gets, which is a very natural reaction, I think. So it demonstrates really well the complexity of the characters and their ability to possess conflicting emotions at any given time. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it was particularly brave of them to show the story from the bully's point of view, uh, which is quite rare in a film like this. I think bullies often tend to get caricatured and come across as very one-dimensional in these kinds of stories, but to present a complex three-dimensional character I thought was really, really refreshing. Okay, great. Now, what other titles would you recommend to audiences that have enjoyed Wonder? Okay, I've got three. So the first is Inside Out, the uh, Pixar animation, and their exploration of emotions inside the head of an 11-year-old girl. It's about the challenges of growing up and coming to terms with our own emotions and feelings, even sadness. And you may immediately think of the Inside the Head sequences when recalling this film, but it's well worth remembering that those scenes involving Riley at school with a family and in a new place, do pack a real emotional punch as well. Secondly, we have The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is for slightly older audiences. This was the director Stephen Chbosky's previous film, and it's a coming-of-age film which explores the joys and heartbreaks of being a teenager in expressive, almost melodramatic fashion. 
looking at subjects including first love, mental health, sexuality and others with a killer soundtrack. Uh, it's another adaptation of a much loved book and it made a real big impression on me when I first watched it. And thirdly we have Diary of a Wimpy Kid which is for uh, younger audiences and is a little bit lighter, a little bit more playful. This is now a franchise which has spawned a number of sequels which continue to be really popular with audiences the most recent of which, a kind of reboot, came out only last year. Again, it's another adaptation of a, a very popular children's book. Have you got any that you'd recommend? Uh, well, I agree with all of those. I'll just add in a couple more about kind of stool life, and particularly stool life for particularly young audiences. So just classics like Matilda, uh, Stool of Rock with Jack Black, of course. Um, I think they're very much, you know, with a similar kind of warm tone as this film. And also, you know, maybe something gentle and family oriented like Marley and Me, you know, which has the Owen Wilson connection as well. And just lastly, I would recommend going onto the Interfilm website and having a look at our film list, which is all around transition, particularly for students making the transition from primary to secondary. Uh, and not only that, but we also have a podcast, which is all around uh, the theme of transition. Just go onto the show notes for this podcast and we'll include a link to it there. But that's everything for today. Thank you for listening. Do check out all of our previous podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes, all of which are accompanied by show notes, which link to resources, including film guides, film lists, blogs, and video content. Please do get in touch with us on Facebook, on Twitter at intofilm underscore edu, or you can email info at interfilm.org. We'd love to hear your recommendations of new releases for us to talk about or anything else you have to say about these podcasts and if you're interested in secondary content we have a new episode available featuring i am not a witch and the florida project we'll be back with a new episode in may so tune in then